This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome one and all to the Back of the Nest Preview Podcast. I'm your host, Terence Ford, but again, it's just me and Heskiff this week. Um, unfortunately, a uh, personal emergency for Albert means he can't be here. So we've got me and Heskiff, our dulcet tones droning on. Um, on the anniversary, Heskiff, 31 years since the Zenith Data Systems Trophy win. Yes, the, um, be- the best of all minor trophies. Um, I've still got my I've still got my Zenith Data Systems Cup Champions mug. Uh, oh, really? That little white one? Yeah, which I, I don't really ever want to put in the dishwasher in case it comes out completely white <laughs> with everything <laughs> everything come off of it. So that's yeah. a that's a hand wash only that cup. Well, I'm holding up a glass now to the camera for Heskiff to see. This is the only beer glass from the beer festival I have left that actually has the colour left on it. <laughs> most of them are just now plain beer glasses. Um, even the beer glass that had the vulture on it that was supposed to be an eagle <laughs> um, has started to wear away. So, um, yeah, wash by hand. G- yes. gentle, gentle, gentle wash, warm water soapy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly um well it seems like you know, prominent because this will be the end of 31 years of hurt won't it oh god <laughs> i mean i'm sure we'll get into it we'll, we'll have a, a quick chat about getting the semi-final tickets but just thinking about that game stresses me out so uh, yeah i would love it to be the end of 30 years of hurt let's uh, uh, let's just talk about getting semi-final tickets now then um which block did you get uh, we got one free two. Mm-hmm. Um, we tried. I was speaking to you the night before, uh, and I think we mentioned on the pod that I was being a school teacher trying to get everyone registered. Um, and you said, you know, speak speak to Nick, our mate Nick, and sort of liaise with him, and we'll all try and get get rows together and all sit together and all that. So me and Nick were talking at like half past twelve at night, trying to sort <laughs> it out. We're going to go for this block. If we can't get that block, we're going to go for this block. Aim for these rows. And then at about 10 to 11, I was like, all right, I've got to jump on dead on 11. Albert texted, I'm in the queue. There's a thousand people ahead of me. <laughs> I was like, fuck. So that stressed me out. 
uh, I got it. I, I actually told, or I asked Vanessa to come and sit in the room with me because I get very stressed out about everything. And I was like, you need to be my anchor. You need to like chill me out. Uh, the only thing that happened was that I ended up stressing her out and then the dog started barking and we got stressed out of him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was, um, it was actually all right. The only thing that proper did me was, you know, when it says you've got like 18 minutes to complete this transaction and then mine went from 18 to two and I <laughs> shit it when that happened. Cause I had to like, okay, the transaction in my, in my bank app and I couldn't, I couldn't get my phone <laughs> to open. I was a nightmare, but tickets were bought. Uh, I was sort of semi panicking until like Tuesday when the money actually went from a pending transaction to an actual transaction. Um, but now obviously I'm stressed out because people are posting pictures of their tickets and I haven't got mine yet. So we'll see how I am this time next week. Yeah. Um, you got to hope by now Ticketmaster know what they're doing with events. Yeah. Uh, but... And to, to be fair, like the, the actual, um, once I sort of got, got in from the queue, it was fine. I couldn't get, I was, I had to buy 10 seats. I couldn't get 10 in a row. Mm. Um, so I've got six, three, and one, and I did say that whoever gets the one, if they moan about it, they're not getting their fucking ticket. So, <laughs> um, uh, well, walking down to the game against Arsenal on Monday, um, I walked past the away end. That's just the route that takes me from my house, and there was four Arsenal fans having a shouting match with one guy holding three tickets. <laughs> 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 and they bought four but the other one has just gone missing somewhere <laughs> oh, God. to be fair i think that the, the one who didn't get a ticket for that game has probably had a better evening <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> got got um a right result there um, did you yeah. uh whereabouts did you get your tickets yeah so we're in uh one three three and we've just got uh row six and seven sort of like all the seats in front and behind each other um, so I don't know how many of there are. There's probably around twelve of us or something going. I'm not. Um, I think Nick Nick said he had to buy eighteen. So oh, 18, made, eighteen. All right, there you go. Then yeah. he made my ten seem a bit insignificant, so I was quite pleased about that. Well, then there you go. I assume we've got nine in row six and nine in row seven, which are apparently below pitch level. So that'll right. be that'll be interesting. Well, we'll 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 give you a wave from a few <laughs> rows back. <laughs> which row number did you get? uh 40 something all right yeah okay good good views from back there um so yeah 31 years since the zds um a few years later well not even that many the 91 92 retro shirts been released by the club shop actually with the book to written on it which is yeah you know, the adidas one didn't turn up like that that was for sure uh look looks all right i haven't actually put my hands on it yet but it looks pretty authentic yeah it looks great um i really like the kit anyway uh more and than you like the picture of ebbs wearing the kit listen we're all palace fans there's something about a picture of ebbs wearing that kit uh <laughs> stop me concentrating on my work um <laughs> But yeah, it looks really good. I like I like that retro range. I know you said you know the Adidas one didn't have the Adidas stuff on it, but um, it's it's a good idea. And yeah, that that Buxer, the Tulip Computers sponsor as well looks wicked. So mm. I'm sure they'll shift quite a lot of them. Yeah, it's it's a big sponsor, isn't it? It's like um, 
that time former producer Billiam <laughs> said, oh, I've got this, I've got this place for cheap palace shirts, like order them here. <laughs> He's turned up with Mamba X, like wrapping round the back. It was so big. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excellent stuff. But we might, have, if in the future, this season's kit could be in the retro range. We've um, under 18s have pumped Villa 6 1 and um, got a couple of important games coming up. Got Southampton this weekend, really chasing down another shot at a title and perhaps going to Europe if they can beat who I think is going to probably be City mm-hmm. um, from the Norman section. Um, under 15s also pumped Villa gone to the floodlit regional final against Watford yeah um, Palace could win the FA Cup it's going to be the, the diagonal stripes is going to be the, the retro kit in the future that everyone wants to get their hands on like I might have said it at the time but I, like I, I wasn't super into the kit when it first came out but then said something really flippant like oh if we win the cup I'll love it haha <laughs> and now I'm like shit what if we win the cup yeah. No, I didn't. Um, I didn't like it. I didn't like the idea of it. And then, as soon as I saw it on the pitch, I was like, "Actually, I think yeah, it, it looks, looks right. It's really good." I'm just. I wish the stripes lined up on the sides, but yes. Other, other, <laughs> other than that, I mean, yeah, it, it looks alright. Um, and unfortunately, because um, Puma, I think Puma have done us well pretty much over the last mm-hmm. few years, mm-hmm. but um, obviously comes to an end this season. Uh. I know who the new kit sponsor is, but or kit maker is, but I can't, I can't, I don't think I can say it on air, so I won't. Um, it's yeah, it's a, it's a shame. We, I, I think Puma have been really good for us, and and also I quite like that they do like decent, uh, mm. what do you call it, leisure wear. But yeah. basically, I just buy loads of Palace polo shirts, and their polo <laughs> shirts are all right. So mm. it's a shame that they're gone, but hopefully, hopefully the new one won't be shit. Yeah. Well. I, I can tell you it's not Kappa or Hummel, which is what I wanted oh, in an ideal world. Hummel, I, I, I like Hummel's kits. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that the other day. It's like terrible for Everton that are going to get relegated with those beautiful faded blue like arrows down the arms. Outrageous. <laughs> um, let's touch on Arsenal a little bit. We can't we can't go away without talking. Um, was this the first time you've seen us beat Arsenal at Sellers? <laughs> no, oh, at Sellers, yeah. 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 Because the last time was three 0 yeah. I did, yeah. I, it was funny. I said after the game because my mate was like, "Oh, I remember when we beat them three three two away when MacArthur scored," uh, and he was like, "I remember seeing you go like, obviously everyone was celebrating, but you went absolutely crazy." And <laughs> he was like, "I remember it's because you'd never seen us beat Arsenal," and I was like, "Yeah, now they barely get anywhere near us, so yeah. it's sort of like." We should be beating Arsenal these days. Yeah, I mean, theor- theoretically, not theoretically, statistically, they're still our most difficult opponent. I've discovered my new favourite Twitter account on, um, well, on Twitter, obviously. It's called, it's called So, I think it's So CPFC. Okay. Or, or So Palace. It's one of the two. Let me, um, So, So CPFC. Um, he's an old boy. He's been going old, older boy, I should say. Let me not say old boy. Been going Palace since '67, so I think he says in his bio. Okay. Yeah, since, so and he's just obsessed with stats. So he answered the question for us about two goal wins. So obviously, mm-hmm. eighth league win of the season. All of them have been by more than one goal. Um, so we were looking at like trying to find out is is this some sort of record. Um, 
from the start of the season to an end of the season, if we continue to the end of the season, only one team's ever done that in the top flight before. Hmm. Well, hazard a guess at who it was. <laughs> 1891-92. It was a team called Darwin. <laughs> yeah, they only won four games and all of them were by more than one goal. So <laughs> I don't think that really counts. Oh, wow. um, however, Palace have won 15 league games. Um, not in a row, but across 15 wins by more than one goal. And that was across the 95, 96, 96, 97 seasons. Um, oh. Sort of culminating in when we won 6-1, 4-0, 6-1, all in the same week. Yeah. <laughs> um, with six different scorers in each of the six ones. Um, but that was across two two seasons. And technically, we beat Charlton by one goal twice in the playoffs. We beat them 2-1 yeah. two, two, one and 1-0. One mm-hmm. So it depends if you count them or not. And if you do count them, then the run sort of comes to an end. But obviously, no one's ever done it across an entire season. So Leicester up this weekend. <laughs> we've, we've, we've done them by more than one goal on a fair few times in recent yes. years. So long might continue. <laughs> but go with Arsenal, because Arsenal was the, the next in line. 3-0 three, three win. Um, fairly comprehensive what a first half performance oh my god we just said it before we started just how much fun that first half was um, yeah I just I think you know we started on the front foot and they didn't get they just didn't get a sniff you know the impetus did not wane at all in that first half and it's not as if they're in like terrible form or didn't have loads of the you know, good players on the pitch. Uh, I love that they spent 50 million quid on Ben White because he's <laughs> garbage. Um, and yeah, it was just fun. I mean, obviously get, getting goals when you're in the ascendancy helps. But I just think 2-0, if we'd have been 3-0 up at half time, even, I think that wouldn't have flattered us. I thought we were very, very good value for that, for that mm. lead at half time. So... Yeah, a lot of fun. Good to see Mateta kick another corner flag as well. Yeah, that was the one in front of us. So nice to see it up close. But yeah, it was, um, you know, going into the game, we were worried there was going to be no Zaha and no Elise. And it turned out to just to be one of those. Um, Zaha, obviously, just incredible performance. Oh, Absolutely. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. And enjoying himself as well. Like, you know, just you could see the smile was on his face all game long. He was absolutely having the time of his life out there. Um but of course, Ayu comes in for Elise and in front of the Ghanaian president in attendance. Uh, Was he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and leader of the opposition, Keir Starmer, but he was supporting Arsenal. So Ghana, oh. Ghana, Ghana won Labour Party nil, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what a performance from Ayu, you know, normal tireless performance, but um, looks to be far more offensive when he's got Klein behind him than when he's got mm-hmm. Wald behind him. Interesting yeah. dynamic. And I think Klein has been getting better and better as he's got this run in the team. I think when the first few games he played didn't sort of didn't look him and Ward were sort of playing sort of at the same level, but I think Klein just has settled in really well. And like you say, given the support to IU and I mean, you have to say, I is obviously very good at giving support to the fullback when he needs to as well. So it, it is a good, good little combination. And I mean, he took his goal so well. Um, 
it was it was in, nestled in the corner by where I stand in the Homesdale, and the moment he hit it, you could tell it was in. Uh, but I'm I'm sure you you would want to talk about it as well. What what did you think of that pass from from Anderson in the build up? Oh, I mean, it's just the fact that he utterly means it as well. Like his yeah. reading of the game, he's you see with his left hand, like he's eye contact with Ayu, and he flicks two fingers of his left hand to point for him to make the run from like seventy yards away. You have yeah. a laugh, like it's just an unbelievable pass and I come back and watch watch the game the next day I'm obviously on paternity leave at the moment so plenty of time to sit there and re-watch the game and um you know Wayne Rooney's on there saying it's not a great pass the defenders have made a hash of it so like, are you having a laugh the guy read the pass full stretch still couldn't intercept it so yeah how yet yeah, yes the left back was too far was too deep and was in a terrible position but has got not that can't take anything away from the pass, and it's been said multiple times. If that's Virgil Van Dyke or Cancelo or someone like that making that pass, um, everyone's going to be, you know, yeah, all, all 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 over the world, all over the world, all over all social media outlets, everything saying about how incredible it is. Um, but yeah, just brilliant. And in stark contrast to his assist for the first one, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just hit him on the back of the head. But um, that was also lovely seeing Mateta's face like just light up when he realised he was going to have a tapping header from six yards out. Yeah, it was great. Mm. And and I think you know, on top of that first half, obviously Arsenal had a bit more of the ball second half there. But again, I don't think we really looked in much danger. Um, we looked confident on the ball which is nice. It's not something that we're particularly used to before this season. Uh, but then, like you say, with Wilf was, was having fun and his his run into the box for the for the penalty, which was definitely a penalty. Uh, what was the referee doing? Well, yeah, this is the thing. <laughs> I, it, I, it, he was right in front of it. It was Stonewall. He didn't give it. And then all, it wasn't like I, he didn't put his hand to his ear or anything. He just yeah, the lino is not flagging. Yeah, he just, I don't know if he just was like, oh, actually, I've replayed it in my head. It was it was very yeah. weird. Well, um, well, he's just gone, actually, I I know Wilf doesn't dive, so it's it's got to be yeah. a penalty, isn't it? That's it. He's like, he's like, don't, he was like, ignore the agenda. Like, exactly. <laughs> um, I saw Arsenal fans moaning about him all over the place after the game, the ref, and it was just like... He, you have to laugh. Like it felt like we were playing against twelve men in the first half, which made the fact that we were leading two 0 even more unbelievable. But um, yeah. yeah, oh, they like a man, didn't they? I, I did like. Oh, did. Uh, oh, I don't know any of these guys. I, it, one of them called Ty. Is that his name on Arsenal fan TV? The only one I know is DT, and I, he's locked up, so not him. <laughs> I'm not even sure um, he is. You know, I think he might be on bail. I'm sure oh, I saw a video, a video of him watching this game. It might have been in a prison. <laughs> 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 but there was one of I think his name's Ty but if I'm wrong I'm actually yeah. fine with being wrong but I'll he was sa- like, oh, I'll we- sack you I'll never let you back on the pod <laughs> he, he was he was like um, oh we've lost to a team of nobodies and I'm like well the first thing there obviously we're not a team of nobodies uh, you know we've got three England players an AFCON champion etc 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 but also if we are a bunch of nobodies, you've really mugged off your own team there because you got trashed, mate. 
Yeah, so and just, also, like, haven't they got like one win in eight or nine against us? Yeah. Like, what it's are you like talking about, mate? <laughs> it's just, it's just a, it's just a bullshit. It's just a bollocks, isn't it? Like, you get, you get people that you read saying it's, it's not that Palace were good; it's that Arsenal were bad, or you know, when we drew Man City, it was more that Man City were unlucky and that sort of thing. And it's just, obviously, I, I, I shouldn't care. And when I watch the, the replays of the game, it's fine. I'm just like fucking hell, man. Just yeah. when Palace lose and we're shit because all the, oh, the other teams better than us. Just say it. I just say it. Who cares? Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. No, if you look at the teams that have been doing well of late, your Wolves, your Man Cities, your Arsenals, it's it's the teams that teams don't press them high up the pitch. Mm-hmm. And we're a team that will go and press them high up the pitch and force them into mistakes. And that's exactly what happened in the game. It's not, we force them to play badly by getting in their faces. Yeah. It's not that they playing badly just oh, they had an off day. No, we got in their faces and we made them misplaced passes constantly because they were hurried all the time. It's very simple, but you know. Yeah, exactly. It's up there um, with, I was watching football yesterday and getting furious about just like commentators saying it's a save he should make the most hating line in football like <laughs> leave it out just like commentating needs an entirely an entire overhaul like the way it's done and the way it's approached needs to be different um look at <laughs> the the, the, the the chelsea manager of the chelsea women's team in the euros yeah. like watching games and then after two minutes completely outlaying here's the tactical approach that both teams yeah. are taking where you know uh, like I'm all I'm all for Ali McCoy's and stuff, but you know he's talking about the Croydon skyline when he's looking at Tower Bridge. Yeah, but gone. Yeah, I was just going to say. I mean, with the commentary, there was there was one line that made me think of this. Uh, I watched Burnley Everton yesterday, and he said he's got to think long and hard very quickly about it. And I was like, long and hard, or very quickly, mate. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you're getting paid for this yeah long and hard very quickly sounds like my sex life um who <laughs> we kidding it's not long um, <laughs> um but back to ayu um mm. and kiati were at fasting for that during that performance as well is no mean feat but another stat from so pfc that i found out um we've never lost when ayu scores he scored in 14 games for Palace, 11 wins, three draws. Bloody hell. Uh, we've also, incidentally, never lost when Mateta scored as well. So, um, 
So they're both going to be playing against Chelsea, I hope. <laughs> well, yeah. And then just give Ayu a penalty and then it's impossible yeah. for Chelsea to win, <laughs> yeah. right? That's, that's kind of how it goes. Um, but yeah, excellent performance. And you know, if we keep going, and I'm sure we will, we'll build on our squad, win, win the FA Cup, uh, win, the, win the Europa League, qualify yeah. for the Champions League, um, trouble the top four next season. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, obviously, yeah, we're gonna have a problem because UEFA have said that they're gonna give two Champions League spots based on historical performance. I can't wait to see Darwin and Stoke City in the Champions <laughs> well, League. Well, I mean, I mean, Forest have won two European Cups. Yeah, yeah when yeah. you get down the list, everyone above above them in terms of European Cup wins on that list still qualify for the Champions League. So. It's got to be Forest. Like, they just can't help. They Everyone, you know, had a go at them for this stupid Super League shit. And they just, they can't help themselves. We've got to have the big teams in there. Stop it. Is, just, is, that, what, is that what, the year that Juventus are looking a bit shaky and might not make the Champions League? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Allegri's like, whoa, no, we've got to, got to do It's like, oh, come on. You've got as many. Yeah, I mean, you've had three European Cup wins, but none of them have been in it in recent memory have they long time back from them but yeah Villa Villa got a European Cup win mm-hmm. get them in there um, Gerard could say I can throw in my Liverpool wins as well on yeah. top we'll top to them up, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just ludicrous but it's like what you know how if you've never been in the European Cup can you you know who, who's this going to be at the expense at at the expense yeah. of like it's just it's just wrong. close shop in it that's what it is yeah. Yeah, I mean it. It's 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 really frustrating. It's like the five sub thing that we talked about last week. It's just like whatever these fucking big clubs want to make money and to market the competition. Little old Palace aren't interested. So mm. we need to get um, Big Aki Realati in there to take someone out, like he did to Grierson on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> that was very good. Yeah, good to see Aki Realati being able to make the game. Um, brilliant. Uh, has one of the iconic goals against Arsenal, against the um, uh, the Invincibles. Although it was, was in this the season that they the season after they were Invincibles. Yes, was that not the game also that Lacus missed the the open so, goal? Yeah, the sitter at the back post. As I always say, I was um, that was a time when I was playing football, so I didn't have a season to go. I was playing Saturdays at three o'clock. And um, couldn't get a ticket for that one and was watching in the pub I worked in, uh, which is in Arsenal territory. And um, I was running this pub and I got told by some customers um, that I I need to calm down. Otherwise, they're going to sort me out. Um, Blimey. Yeah. Alas, it didn't happen um, because I'm a gobby shite. (laughs) (laughs) When it it comes to it, yeah. I was like, what are you fucking talking about? This is my pub, mate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> can't come in my pub and talk to me like that. Um, but anyway, let's talk about Leicester. Um, yes. Weird season for them coming off the back of, you know, winning the FA Cup last season. Mm-hmm. Great squad of players, but for whatever reasons, not really been working out for them this season. Um, just below us on goal difference, uh, but with two games in hand. Um, no Jamie Vardy. That's the first place to start, I think. Um, but... Unfortunately, uh, when it comes to Crystal Palace, a very able replacement. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, any time I read that Vardy's a doubt or won't play is, you know, it's a happy thing to read for us. Um, memories of his eagle celebration after the chant about his wife rang around Salas come to mind. Um, but like you say, that the re- the replacement being um, Ian Acho, uh, and you did a little bit of digging stat wise, which I'll I'll let you get into. But essentially, whenever whenever he came on as a sub, usually for Man City, I was like, he's going to score, uh, and I think he's pretty good at scoring against us, isn't he? Yeah, he's got uh, f- he's got five goals across five games, um, making us his most prolific opponent. Tied with Villa, but he does have he's three of these came against Villa in a FA Cup game um, when he was Man City. So not really sure that counts. Um, so yeah, he's obviously his first ever senior goal was against us in the 90th minute of Celeste in the in the fifteen sixteen season. Um, and then scored against us in the same season in that 5-1 League Cup trouncing up there. Um, oh. the, delightful evening that was. <laughs> <laughs> Big up Damien Delaney um, scoring that consolation. And then, yeah, he's 19-20 scored for Leicester in a 3-0 win against us. Um, scored in a another Leicester last season, right? Um, in a 2-1 win. And he scored in the 2-2 draw earlier this season as well. Yes. As he does. So, as he does. As did, he, did he not miss a penalty against us last year? Eh? He did. Yes, it was saved. So um, it could have been It could have been six goals if it wasn't for Vinny getting <laughs> saved there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, but he hasn't scored since... Um, well, that's helpful. This this website says week thirty one. Is that last week? <laughs> it's last week. Oh, so he ha- he hasn't scored since last weekend. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's not he's not got lows this season by any stretch of the imagination. But um, it's it's definitely a weird one with Leicester because if you look at their players, especially their forward players, they've got so many, like they they have a very good set of forward players. Mm. And we were looking we were looking earlier. At, at how many goals they scored, and goal scoring does not seem to be a problem for them. It's at the other end that they seem to be falling falling down on. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember earlier this season there was a lot of talk about. I think they've let in the most goals from set pieces. That might be Palace now, but um, that they're, they're having problems defending set pieces, and it was sort of people couldn't really figure out why they were playing so badly at the back. But I think they sorted it out a bit more uh, as they've gone on. Yeah, well, this I think it all comes down to Johnny Evans um, when he's managed to get into the team because he was out injured for quite a bit. And when he's in the team, it's a different story as to when he's not in the team. Um, they obviously have so who fell off a cliff. Um, everyone was talking about him being the next great <laughs> centre-back uh, in the Premier League, talking about big moves, and he's just fallen off a cliff. Um, signing Vestergaard, mm-hmm. not, not really... Overly sure for Fana. I'm. I know some people rate him. I'm not overly sure about him. I think he's a bit of a liability. So, yeah, it's definitely that end and that get out of ball. And we've proved that down the years against them anyway. Even when supposedly mm. they've been a bit better at the back, um, it's just something about playing Leicester that it's, it's always it's always entertaining, shall we say? Always entertaining. Um, what do you reckon? Do you reckon we can continue our just beating teams? Take, putting them to the sword, like it's it's very especially for me. It's very weird to say, but 
there have been times earlier this season in 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 past season will be like if we could only play like this consistently over a game we'll be quite good and then we tend not to do it whereas now it's like we're legitimately very good and this is even with some players out injured like you know Elise um to the point where you look at our bench and you're like fuck we've got a really strong bench as well and if we can keep it up even with the odd sort of change in personnel I, uh, you, you're trying to get me to say that we're good and we're going to win, and I don't want to because it's weird. <laughs> but we're, but we're getting to the point true. now where it's, it's just con- consistent good performances, like consistently look dangerous at the fr- uh, going forward. Um. So yeah, I, I think it's going to be a very tough game for Leicester. I'm not saying that we're going to win or that it'll be an easy game for us, but if their defence is not doing too great. And we're attacking like we have done in the past few weeks. Yeah, it's for sure it's going to be difficult for them. Well, they've obviously on the night of recording, they've huffed and puffed at home against PSV Eidenhoven and not managed to get anything from that. I mean, I, I say they've huffed and puffed. It was a full, a full strength side out, that's for sure, with what they have available. Um, but let's see if we just pull the stats up here. Two shots on target, five off, 57% possession. Um, no treatments, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you know, they're out there tonight playing a tough game, um, really important game. They got to, you know, you got to try and win that competition if you're in it. You're not going to just go there and not. And they've shown that they're taking it seriously. Um, so yeah, so hopefully that little bit of extra energy and reserve for us will help us. Um, Get it, but you do have the playing in the back of the mind that the players will be the FA Cup semi-final is the following weekend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, do you reckon Vieira is just spending all his time this week saying just focus on this game and then let the next one come after that? After that, yeah, I mean, hopefully, he's saying Connor, you ain't playing against Chelsea, so you have to give one hundred and fifty percent on the next game. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's going to be that in the back of their head. Um, but what I think the overriding thing is, is how much they want to continue what they're doing. There was there was a really good article in The Athletic this week, I think, mm. talking about Vieira and how the players react to him. And it opened with saying that Wilf sort of was, was texting the Palace players' WhatsApp groups being like, you've got to understand what we've got here and what manager we've got and how we're doing and how important this is. And we don't just sort of rest on the semi-final. We've got to, we've got to do this. And apparently like all the replies were like flame emojis, like, you know, flex emojis and stuff. And I think they're, they're really riding on that positive sort of wave that we're on. Mm-hmm. So it might be in the back of their heads, but I think more than anything, they're, they're going to just want to carry on the form, get the results, yeah. score the goals. Uh, and then we'll see, we'll see what happens. I don't, whether... Vieira changes the team up too much. I doubt he will. You know, you might see the odd change here and there, but it's definitely yeah. yeah it's become a more consistent eleven in recent weeks, mm-hmm. hasn't it? It's only really an injury that will force a change. Um, but I think it's good. Like you know, you're saying Czech and IU were fasting, so obviously their energy is not going to be quite as high. I would imagine, although you wouldn't really have noticed it by yeah. the time they come off. But to have you know 
MacArthur on the bench, Will Hughes on the bench, who have like boundless energy themselves anyway, to be able to bring them on is not mm-hmm. a big hardship. You know, it's gone are the days where we were bringing on Andy Dorman, <laughs> trying to <laughs> hope that he didn't fall over from being breathed on or whatever. Um, oh so, yeah, I mean, I think it is a more settled 11, but the options that we've got off the bench, it, it's just nothing like we've we've had before, I don't think. We played... I saw us play Dormant and Garvin in a midfield too. I'm, <laughs> I'm shaking my head. I don't, I, I don't want to be reminded of those days. Mind you, I think that that game, we lost 4-3 at Preston and Garvin scored a half volley from about 30 yards in the top corner and Andy Dorman scored a diving header from 25 <laughs> yards. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't their fault. Um, it was just, mind you, it was just when the team were running through them, coming the other way was the problem. But yeah, no, it was, um, it's, I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, Luca's on there as well. Got the yeah. nod, um, you know, a lot, uh, reading a lot about, or, you know, putting two and two together, really, about some bits and bobs I've heard and read. He's, you know, mental state hasn't been that good. So that probably is part of the reason why his form's dropped off a cliff a bit. But, um, you know, if he can get back to anywhere near the form he was a couple of seasons ago, then another great option from the bench it it really is and um yeah Mateta just week by week just turns into more and more of a beast oh I, I love him man <laughs> <laughs> I, like I've I, I, not flip-flop necessarily but like when he scored that the backhill nutmeg against Brighton mm. I'm like oh, this guy's a player and then he didn't really get a look in and I was sort of like I just want to see him play like he might be shit but we don't know and then you sort of see him in a couple of the early, you know, they put the training videos on YouTube. In a couple yeah. of the early ones, they were doing sort of like sprinting drills and he looked fucked after <laughs> like one. Um, so when it got, you know, we talked about it in January. It's like, or before January, like, do we bother keeping him? Do we send him back? And we're all, I think we're all sort of like, I guess he goes back because we don't really know. Mm. Um, but every every game, like he suits now that he's not blowing up after five minutes. Yeah, like he really suits the way we play, and he he's getting the goals. You know, but he's a handful. I, so, I think the secret is out as to why Roy didn't play him. Um, if you saw that video of Roy putting <laughs> Jal Pedro through in goal in Watford training, I reckon he played a pass like that to Mateta, and he skied it, and Roy just wrote him off. Went, <laughs> yeah, if you can't put that, you can't put that freebie away, mate. You're out. <laughs> I, I laid it on a plate. <laughs> Yeah, I saw a brilliant tweet just saying that no wonder he didn't like creative midfielders is because he was he was the best one of the lot. He of was them. the one. It turns out he's he's more Frank the Ball than anyone else. <laughs> Excellent. Stuff. But yeah, like with Mateta, like he's doing so well, and you just think, fuck, he's keeping he's keeping Edouard and Benteke at the team. So yeah. even that in itself is impressive. So yeah. it's looking good, man. It really is. Um, oh. Could just think, just just think in eight days, ten days' time, whatever, all this optimism could be on the floor, mate. We could be crying. Well, let me segue into a text that I got from friend of the show, uh, miserable Dave Perry, who even he had to admit on after the game when we had a drink against the, after the Arsenal game that we were really, really good and fun to watch, which is very unlike him. Uh, he texted me today about ten o'clock in the morning with absolutely no context. Just had a pessimistic flash that half the Palace team get COVID for the semi-final and the FA refused to postpone the game because we're not Chelsea. 
I was like, great. Good morning to you. Day ruin. <laughs> oh, hopefully not. As I say, I don't know. I'm I'm feeling ropey today. I'm I'm hoping it's not COVID. To be honest, but in the last few hours, I've really started to dwindle health wise. So I'm going to stop here. Um, we well, we'll be back next week for that FA Cup semi final preview. We will. Um, mm, yeah, I'm trying to think, mate. I'll, I'll reach out to Connor Wickham, see if we can get him to come on and talk about semi-finals. Or should I go for Pap Soiree instead? Oh, <laughs> love that. Uh, but no. Yeah, so like, we, we'll be back next week. Hopefully Albert will be with us as well and we can get the band back together and see you through to the end of the season. Um, likely to be a Wednesday recording next week, I should think. But um, So in your ears for Thursday. Uh, look out for the match report um, this weekend. I'm assuming that will be recorded Sunday night, so out on Monday. And, um, and as always, head over to YouTube, back at the nest uh, over there, and look up all the good work DR's doing. Really um, gave Arsenal Fan TV a bit of a school in this week with um, tell, just straight up telling the gays better than Ben White, even when they were laughing in his face. Um, nobody's laughing now. Um, anyway. Thank Teskiff. Until next week, up the Palace. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them, honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.